Good evening, Monadnock Region, and welcome back once again to the Space Lounge for a fresh episode of Go Mo Tonight, the Monadnock Region's only locally focused weekly comedy podcast. I am here in the Space Lounge, joined by my usual co-host, Zoe Roten-Heinzman. And today we are blessed. We don't have Sam. 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 Sam's in Barbados in hiding. Um, but we uh, we do have the pleasure of bringing on a very special guest. Roy Schlieben is with us today. Welcome, Roy. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a thrill. Yes, and um, Roy is here, of course, because uh, we're recording this today on uh, July 29th, Friday, my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Stephanie. And my this husband's episode, birthday. Happy that's birthday, That's right. Kurt's birthday, too. We can't forget Kurt. It's also um, Seth's wife, Tab, Tab Young. Tab McLean, Tab's birthday today as well. So a lot of big birthdays uh, today. And um, Roy is here to talk because this episode is going to come out about one week before the preeminent Monadnock Region event of the summer, which is the Peterborough Night Market held on August 12th, Friday night between 5.30 and 9.30 p.m. So... Thanks for coming on, Roy. Before we get into the um, the actual night market stuff, I just want to ask you, Roy, really important question. What are we going to do about the IDG building? How, how are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, we're going to, um, somebody's going to tear it down and build affordable housing that, you know, all everybody's a, you know all the young people are going to be able to afford and, and live in our town it's it's going to be great so uh, it's going to look really beautiful too right like, do you have tools for that at the makerspace like construction do. equipment yeah yeah we're, we're we're doing a timber framing class uh starting <laughs> this uh this sunday so um we'll be able to use those skills and uh it can that. truly be a community driven yeah i always thought project. that would be a great thing yeah, that's we just have to seize the land. It's it's awesome. Um, great. Well, I I really like that can do spirit, and I think that that is a lot of what uh, animates this market here. So tell us a little bit about this year's night market and what people can expect, and why uh, why no one should ever miss the night market. Yeah, I mean it's it's a blast. We pack as much of the creativity and great things that are happening in our region into one one place, one night, um, we've sort of, we go out, we look for, or I, I look for what, what sort of exciting, what's, what's sort of percolating in our region. Um, you know, Max T, um, that's what we're about. We, uh, we've created the makerspace to support people who are trying to do, trying to make stuff, trying to create businesses, um, new creative endeavors in our region. Um, and this is an outshoot of, of all that. Um, so we have, um, we have 70 art vendors, um, all local people who are, you know, selling their, their hand goods, their jewelry. Um, uh, we have painters, we have people who, uh, laser engrave, uh, custom labors, laser engrave items. They'll have their laser engraver right there, and and, and <laughs> wait, to bring and, something to be engraved. Yeah, um, yeah cool. We have a group called Precious Plastic, which um, are taking plastic from the community, um, recycling it, and turning it into new products. Um, we have 
uh, yeah, we have por portraits, um, robots. Uh, we have uh, musicians. So, uh, of course, we have um, uh, Moderately Supreme, which is a who is a DJ, um, uh, kicking things off at five thirty. Uh, at seven fifteen, um, a band from Brattleboro who has sort of a, a regional following called Moxie. Uh, is playing, and then we're closing uh, the main stage with um, Modern Fools, who is a great local band, local um, favorite. Yep. Yeah, and then, um, and then you guys, we can we can talk about the awesome Space Lounge um, area. We'll have all sorts of other performances, um, and the band Hovercraft um, playing. Um, How do you feel about the fact that our band does not start with the letters M O? Like, is that weird, isn't it? Um, yeah, they could move or craft. Mother craft. Um, yeah, I feel like I set stuff up by not telling him the MO theme. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, a, different, it's a different stage, it's a different vibe. Um, it's a little more. Uh, we have the HO stage? Yeah, yeah, the HO stage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, exactly. Um, Let's see, we also have uh, kids crafts. So there's not one, but two uh, kids crafts tables, um, one by Aaron Sweeney of the art table and one um, by sh uh, share your art, share your heart. Um, that would be plenty for your kids to do. Um, we have fire juggling again. Uh, that's been always a favorite. That's a big, uh, yeah, I've been promising, I'm glad, because I've been promising people fire. Yes, and, yes. <laughs> is, is the lightsaber fellow coming back? We never know. He, oh, he okay. shows up, and we're excited when he does. Um, he's invited anytime to, to come and, and show his uh, new skills. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool art that he does. Um, yeah, so... There's many more things. I, I can't go through the whole list, but it's it's going yeah. to be there's something for everyone. It's, you know, break up the boredom of, you know, sort of summertime in, in a sleepy town and suddenly it transforms into this this happening place. So Yeah, it really does. It's it's like this um it's like a bazaar that like suddenly opens in like an oasis in the desert, you know, and, and just like the, the tents go up and the lights go on and mm -hmm. the, the festivities begin yeah. and, you know, and, and, and then it's gone. And then soon it's September and, and, and the, the, you know, the school year begins and it gets cold and everything else. But for this like one shining moment, you know, we, we get the, the best of what summer and the region has to offer, I think. Absolutely. Um, and this is the third, correct? There was a 2019 and then um, a year off for COVID and then last year. Yep. And then, and then this year, right? Yeah. And we've, we've tried to do some smaller Christmas themed markets. But, yep. um, yeah. We actually sold books at one of them. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. I, I think it was in, was it in 2020? Maybe it was. It that was, was the end of 2020. Yeah. And mm -hmm. snowy. Yeah. There was like a storm. Yeah. And um, it, <laughs> yeah, that's the one disadvantage of trying to do that. Um, but the Germans do it, so well, we might yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was it a worthwhile more endeavor. of a Dickensian feel than yeah. the night market does. Yeah, we might need a little more infrastructure to, to allow <laughs> for warm up. Yeah, we did have fun, if I remember, though. Yeah, 
I thought it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's always it was, fun when you bring the town together and that's right. Offer, you know, yep. offer something different and new. Yeah, that was cool. There was um was that when there was like Santa in a globe? Yes. Like Santa in a snow globe? Yeah. Yes, which which I thought was like actually a COVID um modification that was creative and clever and I didn't really mind it. I thought it was like a cool way to handle <laughs> socially <laughs> distant Santa. <laughs> yeah. 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 My my kids thought it was a little weird, but uh they they were <laughs> He's he's like Tinkerbell in a glass cage. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um I remember in 2019 I was on like family vacation or something. So I missed it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And then I saw the pictures and I was like, there's no way I'm gonna miss this thing again. I mean, mm-hmm. this looks this looks really cool. I haven't seen anything like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, especially the way like the setup with you know, with the tents kind of in that parking lot, like right in the center by the movie theater there. It's just such a, like, I don't even think I had seen, I mean, nobody really does anything in there, you know? So like even just the use of that location and its transformation just looked so magical um, that I was very jealous. Um, and our, then our town looks great, you know, yeah. even at night you can light it up. Right. And it looks, it looks, it looks amazing. Yeah. People should, more people should uh, take advantage of that. Absolutely. Well, it's a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like a, I feel like a lot of people don't know because there's not there's not always a lot going on at night, there's nothing going uh, on, especially yeah. these days. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to forget that like, wow, actually, this place all lit up is is, you know, kind of extra cool. Yeah. Um, so, Roy, the um, the Max T makerspace is the driving force behind the night market. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about Max T, how it came to be. And and what you guys are doing now in the future, because you guys keep expanding and evolving and and doing more exciting things. So it's yeah. Well, we have a lot of energetic people, sort of, who started us off and you know sustained us and helped us grow throughout throughout. Well, we started in 2015, so seven years now. Um, but we we started very small in a little space where. I think uh, Dollar General is now, um, but we just wanted to have a place where creative people um, could come and meet other creative people, get access to maybe some hard to find tools like a laser cutter, 3D printing, um, things like that, and um, maybe take some classes. So it was, it was a very um, small, you know, small community idea, um, but it it took off, you know, and in two years we were looking for a much bigger space, which we're at Vos Farm Road now, sort of down the road from EMS. Um, we have 10,000 square feet. Um, yeah, it's big. Office space. Uh, we have a big wood shop that is very popular. Um, instead of getting your own woodworking equipment, you can get a much better shop than you could have at home. Um, textiles shop. We have metalworking, jewelry, all that stuff under one roof. Um, and, you know, do a repair cafe, which is really popular. Um, yeah. Yep. So people come and volunteer to fix other people's items one day, but one day a month, but it, it's, a, it's a really positive experience for everybody. Yeah. And people bring in all kinds of stuff, right? From like small household appliances to... Yeah you know, whatever. Right. 
Uh, yep. Yeah. We've gotten, we've gotten like go-karts. Uh, we've gotten, Oh wow. Uh, yeah. We've gotten, you know, really nice old furniture, heirloom furniture. Um, uh, a lot of, a lot of lamps, a lot of toasters, that sort of thing as well. So we'll, we'll take a look at everything and if we can fix it, we'll, we'll do it. And yeah, so we started doing events like that. Um, when Sharon Arts Center closed, um, we got very heavily involved in trying to find um, replacement um, facilities and equipment um, that people could access in our area, um, particularly ceramics. So we started a ceramic center uh, in Dublin this past year. Um, took a lot of fundraising, a lot of uh, community effort to to make it happen. But it's that's a big lift. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we raised a hundred thousand dollars to uh, to build that that place and get all the equipment we needed. Um, yeah, that's it's a pretty huge deal. Yeah, yeah, um, but it's great. You know, it's it's really it's really humming there. You know, we have open studios and classes nearly every day, and it's like it's it's awesome. People are thrilled thrilled that it's happening and um, work there. So. Yeah, and for, for those of you who don't know, too, just just to, a little background on the Sharon Arts situation. Like Sharon Arts was a was an arts organization with a couple of different facilities. One in downtown Peterborough, and I think the other one was in Sharon, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, they 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 did a, a lot of like what what Roy's describing. Just they had a ceramics facility. They, they did a lot of artistic stuff and provided a, a home and a nexus for a lot of the arts and you know as as yeah. many people know this is a, a region particularly Peterborough that prides itself on its artistic reputation and Sharon Arts was uh i believe absorbed into it was a one of the universities maybe SNHU or so, somebody right um uh, yeah it was absorbed into New England College New wow. England College yeah so um, so larger entity and unfortunately they they kind of felt like I think it was a redundancy. They had facilities, I think, further east that they um, either wanted to consolidate to or they just didn't feel that Sharon Arts was was worth <laughs> keeping open. So it shuttered in, in the last couple of years. And it was really kind of a big blow in the community, both in terms of the loss of the actual facilities and, and that nexus point. But I think psychologically, too, um, a little yeah. bit. It was, you know, in terms yeah. of the, you know, we we pride ourselves in being so artistic. And here was this gem of the arts that was, you know, very suddenly, um, you know, kind of taken away. So the fact that Max T has stepped up to try to fill that void is really kind of a huge service in terms of what this region needs, again, both artistically and a little bit psychologically, um, you know, morale-wise. Yeah. It's very, um, very important. And there's hundreds of artists um, in our region, and yeah, young, old, you know, people just get attracted to living and working here and doing their, their, their art. Um, and it's, it was, it was a big blow, as you said, and, you know, we're, we're trying to build up those facilities, um, so that they have the resources to continue to, to use this as their, their home base. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one way we seem to have lost Zoe, but I'm sure she'll be back in a minute. No, uh, is I, like, cause the way I think of it, because, you know, I think this, the, the whole idea, I mean, well, actually that was a question that I wanted to ask is, is this a thing that people do elsewhere? Because to me, it seems so unique and innovative and I have not seen it. 
before? Yeah, well, usually in, you know, there's uh, a makerspace unit, uh, there's makerspaces in other cities, like um, there's one in Nashua, one in Manchester, um, you know, obviously Boston, those kinds of places where you have um, a lot of people, you have a lot of people, you have like academic um, resources, maybe be putting being put towards like a, a learning center like that. Um, but in rural areas, it's, it's really sort of rare. Um, yeah. And I, I feel like there's, I don't know any of any small towns like Peterborough that have makerspaces other than ours. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a, it's a cool thing to offer, um, to the town, but it, there, there is this sustainable because there are so many people who are again, attracted to this region or creative. I want to want to use a place like this. Yeah, it is really cool. And it's like, um, you know, what one way to think about it, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, you know, you, you, mo- most of us, no matter how, let's say if we were, uh, like super fitness oriented people, right. We really don't have the resources to be able to have every piece of fitness equipment that we might yeah. want in yeah. our homes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so people join a gym. And you and yeah. you pay a subscription fee to go to a gym, and everybody collectively basically funds this collective exercise space where yeah. everyone. And that's what makerspace is like for anything that you want to make. Basically, um, people are coming together to you know share this equipment and, and share kind of the means to make your creative visions a reality. Yeah, I mean, my dad had a barn with you know, all his woodworking equipment in it. Um, and you know, that, that's great if you can afford it. Not many people can, um, yep. and it gets really cold in the winter and you don't have everything that you need. So, you know, your, your choice is to either keep buying stuff or, you know, I don't, it's, so it, it's, it's, it's hard, but this is an option that, you know, just have a shared shop where you can mm-hmm. access anytime and, um, you know, get, you get all that equipment. Plus you have people around you who can actually show you how to use it safely, um, which is, right. <laughs> yes. said, um, you know, that sort right. of peace of mind that maybe, maybe you're not going to cut off your fingers. Um, nice. Um, yeah. And if I, yeah, and if, if you I do, was, someone's there to call 911. Yeah, we yeah. have, yeah, we have. <laughs> there's, there's somebody around who can help you out. Uh, there's, there's bandages on hand, all that stuff. Yeah. It's not I happening mean, it, yet. Not going. Yeah, yet. that's pretty key because even if I had the money to buy some of this equipment, I would definitely be very concerned about like chopping off a finger or like having no idea, you know, what I'm doing. So it's, it's a, intimidating. In, in other words, it's a knowledge <laughs> repository as well, right? You know, absolutely. Yeah. Roy, are you are you a woodworker? What's your what's your thing? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I do a lot of woodworking. Uh, well less now that I've run a maker space and don't have any time to make anything. Um, but um, so <laughs> I was going to say Roy makes my, maker spaces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was my entree into making. Um, and I've since, you know, I've, I've learned how to screen print, you, you know, laser cut, 3d print, um, use CNC equipment, which is like computerized robotic controlled, uh, equipment. That's really cool. Um, really cool. a little bit of, little bit of printmaking and stuff like that. And then now, now I'm getting into ceramics. It's great. You can do anything. <laughs> that is really cool. 
Yeah, so you you do that, that is nice. You get to kind of dabble in these in these forms of craft that, that were not originally your specialty. Yeah, yeah, and I just I I get it. I mean, it's it's super fun. I love showing my kids, you know, what you can do, um, what's possible, and having them learn from great great teachers that that we have here. So, yeah, how does somebody get involved with the makerspace? Um, so it's a membership, um, just like your health club. You pay mm-hmm. uh, a monthly fee. Um, right now, it starts at forty dollars a month um, just to get in, um, and then we have studio spaces. So you could pay a little extra to get your own private uh, workspace in under our roof. Um, yeah. So there's there's family plans. Well, also and, and actually, that that's that's pretty funny because as we talked about in our most recent episode prior to this one, uh, forty bucks a month is cheaper than the gym. So. Oh um, yeah, in Peterborough, <laughs> anyway. So. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a pretty good deal. Pretty good uh, deal. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So we're and we 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 try to you know we're a nonprofit. We want as many people to be able to access. Uh, our facility, even if they're not, you know, not don't have the means to to pay for like a, a huge membership fee, we we try to find ways to get people in. That's great. Yeah, and anybody can show up to a repair cafe, right? Yep, repair cafe is open to anybody. Um, and then we have we have open studios, other events that we, you know, our classes are open to the public. You don't have to be a member to join a class. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. And so it's is it the same crew of folks that run Max T that's that's really driving our our night market? Yeah. So we have our our staff and volunteers are are heavily involved in the organization um uh of night market and making you know, working on some of the projects that we have we're gonna unveil there and uh, so yeah. So a lot of the members of maxed will be trying to sell their stuff there. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, and that's a, that's such a great tie in, right? Because you can actually have a tent and be selling wares that were created yeah. using the makerspace and, and all that. Um, yeah, really, really cool. And, um, yeah. And so are we, um, what are we doing for food this year? Food? Yeah. Um, so that's, that was, uh, a, a big complaint last year is we didn't have enough food. Everybody who was selling food ran out. Um, so we, I bet you they made a ton of money, though. They made a ton um, of money. Um, yeah. But we had some hungry people, so we want to make sure we feed everybody um, this time. So we have Aesop's, uh, Roy's, and Vital Provisions are all um, staying open with special menus just for night market um that's cool we have uh bubba frank barbecue we have the thai food truck um from west peterborough uh the traveling taco um and we have a few other um food vendors selling um popcorn bread um we have um you know drink vendors and stuff like that so it's should be should be plenty for people to Snack on. Yeah. I think that's nice. that's awesome. Yeah, I really look forward to that. Yeah, I think I had to send somebody into Roy's, into little Roy's last year to get me some kind of like burger or sandwich or something like that, which I did enjoy. But it was the we we were 
where our tent was, was kind of like, if we, if we turned around, that's where all the food lines were. And so we kind of watched the whole, the whole, thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no. it, it's like, you know, snaked well into the street, you know? And, uh, so I was like, wow, I mean, the, the two, the two vendors that have like a monopoly on food are just making a killing right now, but like that yeah, long line. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, so it's, is there, is there a coffee truck or did I just invent that? <laughs> Uh, we had a coffee truck morning. last year. Yeah, there was. There was a coffee truck last year. Okay. Yeah, um, uh, they're invited this year. I don't. I haven't heard back whether they're actually going to be available. Okay. E- Aesop's my may dream have for like beverages, though, right? Aesop's yeah. might if they're if they're staying open. Aesop's, yeah, the, they should. Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't speak for them. They, they should be able to keep it. Yeah, so we, we hope that Aesop's will keep us. So they definitely. lock up their coffee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they have the means. They, done. Can, <laughs> they don't want anybody to be stuck having sleep deprivation by drinking caffeine after 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that that is kind of an interesting point, though, because it's been a, that's been a common local complaint is that like you actually can't get a cup of coffee in Peterborough after like four o'clock now. Um, or like it might even, oh, yeah. because, um, it might even, yeah, I think it's earlier than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because both Aesop's and, um, um, Parker house, uh, closed relatively early and 12 pine, I guess has had very erratic hours and stuff. So you can't really, yeah. um, yeah. But, 12 pine used to be where I'd go get an iced coffee. Like when I'm dropping off my kids at dance there in Depot square, but they've mm-hmm. been very confusing. Yeah, summer, so. it's a confusing time. Yeah, but yeah. The night market, like I said, will be an oasis of of non confusion. <laughs> and um, I hope there's plenty for everyone. Nobody will feel like they don't have enough. Exactly. No, it's true. I mean, last. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it's wonderful for kids if we haven't made that clear so far. I mean, like my kids were like running around everywhere, like begging me for money for like this and that and hustling vendors um, because that's what they do. <laughs> that's true. I remember yeah, that. it's, it's a bizarre, you know, maybe, maybe you can haggle. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I mean. I, it's really strange because I haggling is something that like, it's a skill that I've never actually learned myself. Like I don't really know how to do it. My kids somehow can just like work on somebody and be like, yeah, but can I, can I just have it for less? Like <laughs> That's good. I think it's good to have. Um, yeah, I lived in Morocco for a couple of years and haggling is the only way to buy things. Right, exactly. They look at you as like, what the hell are you doing? Like, um, so, um, <laughs> I really want to go to Morocco and like Egypt and these places where I know that like haggling is the way. And I'm just like, man, I got to like take a class or something before I go like find, <laughs> a, act, yeah. find a haggling buddy that I can like role play with and, and practice beforehand, you know? There, there's a whole technique like you have to be willing to like just turn around and start walking away and then and then they'll be like oh wait 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 come back come back we'll, we'll maybe lower the price a few durhams and stuff yeah that's actually what the night market is is a haggling class yeah, let's not, yeah. like you're just gonna have to, i mean it's another offering of the local makers. artists like we need to make sure that Everyone gets paid a fair price for that. Right, right, right. We're, we're not really encouraging you to, <laughs> to, to, to wear down our local artisans. <laughs> yes, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about supporting, supporting people. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, 
And, he didn't you know, say they had to accept his offers, but he can yeah, just start practicing. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome to try, I guess. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, right. Any, anything, anything is at least um, attemptable at, at the night market. You can always, you can always <laughs> do anything, anything a try. Um, you never know what you'll see. Yeah, yeah. And actually, from from um, on on our side of things, um, from a from a art, artistic perspective. One thing we haven't talked about very much is we've been giving these little teasers about what we're going to do for our space lounge. And, and, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to have these, uh, some, some dramatic recreations of, of, um, historic Facebook posts and, yeah. uh, Hallmark films and the music and all that, but we will also have all of our books there as well. And, um, and that includes, uh, the brand new title, um, the up-level self-healing workbook from Sarah Aborn, who will be on site to give us a opening meditation, um, for to, to, to kick off the space lounge and the broader night market on a, on a blessed note. Um, but her, we, we have, we just placed a new order because the second printing is basically sold out already. Um, so we just we just made a third order for stuff to come in. We we're rushing it in right before the night market. So we'll have plenty of copies on hand, as well as all of our other titles and a preview of our next title from Bill Mullen. It is possible, and I'm I'm going way out and on a limb in saying this, but there is a slight chance that we may have a title and a cover to show you at the night market. Um, no promises, but you wow. will have to come by our and see, we also have to figure out who's actually going to be selling stuff at our tent because we'll be up at the um, on the stage. But that's uh, that's a detail we ha- we are going to work out in the next two weeks. But um, yeah, the like, uh, like it's amazing. Like I'm so excited for for that and everything that you have. Put, it, we we appreciate the opportunity um, because you know we've been talking since before we we joke a lot that like even even before Goman Adnock like with uh when we were just Manadnock underground our um one of the one of the <laughs> i guess one of the one of the funny things about 2020 is that we had begun the year and like mapped out you know our our goals and stuff for the year and like one of them was like this is going to be the year we focus on in person events and we're going to do all kinds of stuff we're going you know we're going to do a variety show we're going to like you know, all these plans. And then of course, you know, one month later, um, we've got COVID on our hands and we didn't get to do any of that. So we've been, we've been really longing for this like event type, um, expansion of our, of our activities for quite some time. So we really do appreciate the opportunity. Like I said, this has been, you know, something we've been looking forward to trying to do for a long time and to have it be part of this very, very special local event is an honor and a privilege and we're extremely excited and we are pulling out all the stops to make this a, a great um, program for anybody who happens to walk by. Yeah, definitely make that a destination yeah. while you're at night market. Yeah. Not yeah kept everything while you're there. I mean, last year I kept having to take breaks from the booth. We both would, we would take turns just to go so we could make sure that we saw everything and, uh, and the performances we were lucky enough that the tent was right by where the fire um, jugglers were a lot of the time. So we had a great view and the lightsaber man. Um, so we had a great view of, of, uh, of those, um, those performances, but it was very important that we saw, you know, looked around and, and, and got a chance to check out all the vendors 
and everything that's going on. So no matter which part of this market you're attracted to, or even if you're coming to it to, to sell or perform, make sure that you check out all of the other parts. Um, you know, even, even with us being on stage, I've already started like scheming in my head, like how I can get like 15, 20 minutes to like run around the place and, um, and, and, uh, check out everything that's going on. So. And I always get like, people come up at this time and like, Oh, can I be part of night market? And like, what, you know, like, yeah, I want you next year. I mean, we're, we're sort right. of out next this year, but I want you to, you know, give me your ideas, you know, tell me what you want to do for next, next time. Cause we, we, we want to keep expanding this and uh, keep making this crazier and more fun. Next year. Here we go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, is there anything that folks really need to know about this that we have not covered so far? Um, no, just plan to be there, um, as long as possible. There's things happening, uh, at different times. Um, so just, you know, make a, make an evening of it, um, have dinner, um, bring your kids. There'll, there'll be plenty for everybody to do the whole time. Yeah. Make it a, make it a late night with the kids. It's worth it. Um, yeah, that, that is a good point. Actually stay plan to be there for the whole thing because there is, this is, this isn't like a, you know, Oh, we're just like, you know, going to the, the flea market to look at the tents and we're going to peruse it and take off. Like, no, this is, this is an event. Yeah. This is an event. And, um, and if you've unfortunately made plans for that day, cancel them. Yeah. Seriously. Like we know some people who are like going to be like camping then. Yeah. That's terrible. Um, wrong, wrong, wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Wrong, wrong, wrong idea. Um, yeah, exactly. And um, th- this actually provides me a great segue to saying um, thank you to our sound lord, who's going to edit this episode, um, because he and his wife are making an event of it. They're they're coming. They got a babysitter, and they're coming out from Manchester to um, just to just to attend the entire market. And that is, I, I told you guys, you know, you can come. We, we'll probably pull him up on stage. He's going to stop by. You can judge him for yourself and and see see how you feel about whether or not he looks like someone who can handle your sound needs or can play some awesome hot dad rock for your party, regardless of what season it is. Um, but he already should be leaving a good impression on you because he has exactly the right idea about the night market. Um, so you should be like Chad. You should look him up, studio117.net, for all of your sound-related needs, whether that is mixing, editing, setup, or simply advice. Um, and Down by 10 is the preeminent dad rock band of summer 2022. So special thanks to Chad. Thank you to Roy for joining us for um, everything you do with the Max space and for putting on this night market. It is all, all, all of these things, especially coming on the show, are great um, services to the community. And um, we really appreciate it. My pleasure. And thank you guys. I really appreciate it you know, the podcast and everything else you're doing with Goldman Adnock. I think it's, it's a real good addition to our local media scene, uh, such as it is here. <laughs> so, thank you very thanks. much. I appreciate that. Yeah. And thank you all for joining. The uh, best advice that I can give you to close out this program is, of course, go to the night market, stay for the whole thing. So um, we'll see you next week. By the time another episode comes out, it's possible the night market will be passed. So this is your last you know, command from us to do this. So um, take our advice and we will see you next time in the live. Take care.